Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Mildly Opinionated Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anish, and for this episode, we are going to be going, we're going to be sticking with the NFL. I know we put out an episode earlier today and one last week, but we're going to be sticking with the NFL, my specialty, and for this episode, we're going to go through end-of-the-year award predictions. This is an episode I really wanted to do, mostly because my favorite team, the Packers, have a few candidates up for uh, like the different awards, specifically MVP and Coach of the Year. But let's start with the more easy awards that we can go through. I'm going to pull up a list of the awards that we have, and then we're going to go and run through them. And then the candidates, and then I'm going to give my pick. I'm going to give my pick on who I think will win, and then my opinion on who should win. But we'll see. So the first award we're going to start with, I'm pretty sure. Well, no, I'm not pretty sure. I know is a lock already. So, and that award is Defensive Rookie of the Year. This is not even a question of who it's going to be. It should be pretty obvious that it's Michael Parsons at this point. And I'm like 100% sure he's going to win that. Michael Parsons are, is going to win this award. Um, and he's my prediction. He also deserves it. It's not like he's just winning it because of some narrative. Uh, he deserves it. And then the next one, this one's a bit more of a difficult decision. Offensive rookie of the year. I think, honestly, if if the award wasn't so QB, running back, and wide receiver centric, I would put in Creed Humphreys in the discussion. He's been this, he's the center for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's been having an amazing year. But I quite honestly don't think he's going to win just purely based on how the award always works. So with that in mind, I'm going to say my two main candidates for this year is Jamar Chase and Mac Jones. I would throw Jalen Waddle in for close third, but I don't think Jalen Waddle is going to get the award. I think it's honestly between Mac Jones and Jamar Chase because it's been like that pretty much uh, the entire year. Jamar Chase has been having a historic um, rookie season, and that's aided by uh, Joe Burrow also having a great season. But then Mac Jones, he's been having a great season also, and he's leading the Patriots, hopefully, to the playoffs. I don't know if they will make the playoffs, given the way that um, they've been playing the last two weeks. But if they do make the playoffs, I think that Mac Jones will win the award. Um, Yeah. And my prediction on who's going to win, I think Mac Jones will win. I think the Patriots are going to win one of the next two games, sneak into the playoffs. And with that, Mac Jones will win it. But I think who should win it, I'm going to say Jamar Chase. He's been having a great season. And quite honestly, Mac Jones has not really shown too much. He's shown that he can't really win them a game, and he's also shown that he can lose them a game. So he's he's been a game manager this year, but we'll see. We'll see. I think he has great chances for the future. He's going to be hopefully develop into a better player in the future. And I think part of the reason, like, has been like a checkdown king, as people like to say, is because that's what the system wants for him. That's what uh, Josh McDan Josh McDaniels wants for his offensive system with Mac Jones doing the short checkdowns and then the running backs pretty much carrying the load. But I'm pretty sure Mac Jones will win this award, and but I think Jamar Chase deserves it. We also we went through defensive rookie of the year also. I think next one will go to comeback, comeback player of the year. I think, quite honestly, this is also between two players. I think it's between Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty, 
or Dak Pre- Dakota Prescott. Uh, this is a pretty close award, especially with the way Joe Burrow has been playing lately. And if the Bengals were to win the AFC North, which is one of the most tightly contested divisions, that would definitely help him. And I think this award is going to come down to the last two weeks because Joe Burrow and um, Dak Prescott have had their slumps this season. Joe Burrow, I'm pretty sure, is tied for the league lead in interceptions, but he also is, I'm pretty sure, close to 4,500 passing yards and like 35 touchdowns passing. He's been great this season. I think this week, the Bengals-Chiefs game is really going to impact who's going to win that award because Joe Burrow has a great opportunity, and it's always about the narratives. If the Bengals are able to beat the Chiefs on a, on the back of like a huge Joe Burrow performance, that would be crazy. Uh, and I think it would definitely help his uh, it would definitely help his case for um, comeback player of the year. But with that in mind, I'm gonna say my prediction for this award. I think that Dak Prescott's gonna win this award, mostly because I feel like sometimes the awards are skewed towards the Cowboys because they are quote unquote America's team. So I think they're going to, I think he's going to win that, but I think quite honestly, Joe Burrow does deserve it just with the way he's been playing this year. And it's also important to consider it is his second year, pretty much his rookie season still, because he barely played last year. So it's really impressive to see what he's doing. Next one we'll go to, uh, this is kind of like an obscure award, executive of the year. I think, I mean, I can't really think of too many executives, but I Actually, there is one. I think Bill Belichick deserves this. I don't think he'll get coach of the year with the way he's been, the team's been playing lately. But the way that the Patriots were able to reconstruct their roster with the free agents, they spent like $300 million on free agents and got their quarterback this offseason. I definitely think that Joe, uh, not Joe Burrow, Bill Belichick will win this award. I think he'll win executive of the year purely because like, the way the Patriots were last year compared to this year, he fully like transformed them and he like refixed them completely. But I also want to throw in, I know this is a bit of a homer pick. I think Brian Gunkust, he was doing pretty good um, this season for the Packers. But I think like the whole drama with Rodgers and the kind kind of the way that Rodgers uh, dissed Gunkust, uh, I don't think that's going to help him in this award. So I'm going to stick with Belichick, and I think he also deserves it. So I'm going to double down. I think Belichick will win this, and I also think he's the most deserving. Next one will go to uh, Coach of the Year. I think that the Coach of the Year is between Belichick, uh, Frank Reich of the Colts, and then Matt LaFleur. I don't think Belichick will win this because I don't think Belichick – I don't think the Patriots will win the AFC East because they just lost control of it like this past week to the Bills. So I don't think Belichick's going to win that award if he can't even win the AFC East. I think same thing applies to Frank Reich, especially with the way they started off the season. I know they had a tough schedule, but if you start off one and four and then you don't win the division still, it's going to be tough for you. So this is another homer pick, I guess, for me. But I think Matt Matt LeFleur does deserve it. It's been three seasons, and he's been 13-3 and the last two seasons. And depending on the way we finish off this season, he could be 14 and three, 13 and four, or 12 and um, five. But either way, I think Matt LaFleur is going to, I think the Packers will win out and they'll finish 14 and three this season, which will give them the best record in the NFL. And I think that warrants them to be, for Matt LaFleur to be the coach of the year. I think like just the way that 
the Packers have been able, they've had so many injuries. I don't think that many people have realized this, but their team has been decimated. Like their defense, they lost Jair, Zedarius, no David Bakhtiari this entire season. Alton Jenkins has a torn ACL. He'll be out the entire season. But they're going to slowly start getting like most of those players back. Also, they're starting rookie center, Josh Myers. But they're going to slowly start getting those players back. And I think, I think that Cardinals Packers game Thursday night football in like October, late October, I think that'll definitely help Matt LaFleur's case because they went in there with out their top four receivers, top four receivers, I'm pretty sure. And they still won that game. So, I mean, we'll see. I think Matt LaFleur deserves this and I think he'll win it. Uh, at least that's also what I'm hoping happens. Uh, next one, we'll go to the offensive player of the year and the defensive player of the year. I think we'll start with defensive player of the year. I, I don't think this is too too divided. I think it's between TJ Watt. Okay, actually, there have been some great performances this year and great players, so I'm going to give a few shout-outs. I'm going to shout-out the Cowboys duo. I don't think either of them will win purely, purely because if one of them win, the other one's case to win is also just as strong. And obviously, the two players I'm talking about are Trayvon Diggs and uh, – and Michael Parsons. So I don't think either of them will win purely because they're both on the same team. And if one of them were to win, people will just point to the other and be like, they have a very similar case as to why they should win. I mean, Michael Parsons, he's a lock for defensive rookie of the year. And his season, while it has been great, there has been a problem. I think the Cowboys probably could have helped him in this case for defensive player of the year if they actually put him in pass rush a little bit more because they don't put him in pass rush pass rush. Uh, as much as they should because he's amazing rushing the passer but they drop him into coverage which he's I'd say he's okay he's good at but he's not nearly as good as dropping into coverage as he is rushing the passer so that's an issue and then Trayvon Diggs the main problem with him I think if he was not such a liability on defense giving up so many yards I think that would definitely help his case but just the fact that he's given up I like I think like 900 passing yards areas or something. He does have his 11 interceptions, which are the most since like the 1980s. And that's incredible, but that's also because quarterbacks target him so much because he is prone to giving up all those big plays. And if the Cowboys, I don't know, I don't think that's going to help this case at all. So with that in mind, I'm going to move into my final two nominees for this award. I think TJ Watt and Miles Garrett. I think Miles Garrett, he's kind of lost stride because he hasn't recorded a sack in the past two games partially because he is injured but then when you consider the fact that Watt has I think he played in yeah he's played in 12 games and he has 11 and a half sacks leading the NFL that's incredible and if he's able to finish this season with another two and a half sacks and get to 20 sacks that would be a great that would be a great conclusion to the season for him I think that would wrap up the award and give it to him Aaron Donald's also always mentioned but I think this one has become a lot more clear in the past two weeks with Garrett kind of falling off I think it was between Garrett and Watt but Garrett has kind of fallen off due to that injury which obviously is not his fault you can't control an injury but I think Watt's going to win this award and I also think he deserves it just just with like how insane his production has been when he's on the field the problem is he hasn't been on the field all the time. And then Offensive Player of the Year. I think this award is actually really interesting to consider. And I think it's between um, – well, actually, I'm, like, not 100% sure it's between Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup. Both of them have been having insane seasons, but I'm leaning towards Cooper Cup for two reasons. One, uh, Derrick Henry did win 
Offensive Player of the Year last year for breaking 2K yards. I don't think Jonathan Taylor will break 2,000 yards this season. But I do think that Cooper Cup will either break the receiving yards record or the catch like catches record. He's not going to break the touchdown record, but he could get, uh, I think, like 147 catches and like 19-something yard, 1,900-something yards to beat those two records. I think if he beats either of them, he's Offensive Player of the Year. And I think that's pretty clear-cut as to which, like, how it's going to work. And, yeah, I'm going to go with the assumption that Cup does break one of those records. And with that, I'm going to give him the Offensive Player of the Year. And I definitely, I, I think he does deserve it. I think he's very deserving of that award. He's been having an insane season, which I feel like people have taken for granted. I don't think people understand just how like insane of a um, season he's been having for the Rams. Like he has been absolutely incredible. Uh, and Jonathan Taylor has been incredible also. But I think that it's going to be hard for Taylor to catch up. He does have... Taylor does have 1,600 yards, 17 touchdowns, and I'm pretty sure he has, like, a bunch of receiving yards also. But quite honestly, I think I think Cooper Cup has Offensive Player of the Year wrapped up if he finishes the season and breaks one of those two records. And then we're going to end today's episode with the most important award, the most valuable player, the MVP award. And I think this is between two players. And it's been that way pretty much, like, five weeks back, it's been that way. I know some people have entered, some people have said Jonathan Taylor deserves it, that Cooper Cup deserves it. I think those arguments have fallen off completely. I'm pretty sure this award is going to fall to either Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady this year. I think if Derrick Henry did stay healthy, this would have probably been his best chance to ever win the award because neither Brady or Rodgers have had like an insane season like Rodgers had last year. Like last year, Rodgers, if he didn't win, it was a robbery because he had like a 121 passer rating, like the second highest ever, only behind himself for an entire season. And I think that was impossible for Derrick Henry to like win the MVP with such a season going on. But this year, I think if Derrick Henry had stayed, had stayed healthy, I think this would have been a great chance because he was on track to do big things for the league with his numbers. But with Brady and Rodgers, between those two, I think if the Packers win out, get that one seed, I think it's Rodgers. It's 100% Rodgers. There's no way anyone's going to make an argument. And thing with Brady is that shutout against the Saints was bad. And then I kind of expected him to bounce back in a bigger way against the Panthers. He only hit one touchdown, but he did have a very efficient game. But that's not going to get you back into the MVP conversation. Brady was a clear-cut favorite just a few weeks ago. And now it's completely flipped and Rodgers is a far, like far and out betting favorite for the award. And I think that's going to carry through. I think that Rodgers is going to win the award and I do think he deserves it. He hasn't had as insane of a season as last year, but just with the competition around him for the award, I think in comparison to everyone else, he is the MVP this year. The Packers are not the same without him. And it would be a very fitting conclusion for the for him with the Packers to win the MVP and hopefully the Super Bowl in the same year. But I do think there's a chance that Brady does get back in the conversation if he does absolutely light it up against the Jets and the Panthers the next two weeks and Rodgers kind of dips off, even if the Packers went out. But if Brady goes on scorched earth, throws like nine touchdowns or something in the next two weeks combined, and Rodgers has a very big drop-off, throws a few interceptions, I think then that opens it up and Brady becomes a winner. But I don't see that happening. I can't envision that. 
so yeah that is pretty much this episode we're wrapping up with that and thank you all for listening we're gonna get a few more episodes hopefully we get both Dhruv and I onto the same episode uh in the next week or so but thank you all for listening have a great day goodbye and thank you